I am absolutely opposed to mom guilt. <laughs> I Me do too. not allow it. I don't allow it in my head. I don't allow it in my home. If any of my kids or my husband or my neighbor or someone at church tries to say something that even insinuates that I should be feeling guilty about something, I'm very quick to correct that because no, absolutely not. <laughs> I've, I've sacrificed my body for this family. And so no, there is nothing to be guilty about. <laughs> like literally there is nothing at all. No, absolutely not. Hey friends, welcome to the More Than a Mother show. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset, own your time, and make money moves. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies you can use in motherhood, business, and life, as well as inspiring interviews from moms just like you, which will help you own your identity outside of motherhood and find the freedom to do more of the things that you love and enjoy. At More Than a Mother, we are redefining the way you think, feel, and look at motherhood. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just absolutely love the show, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your biggest takeaways in your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses and also tag at More Than A Mother Podcast so that I can share your share with my audience. Each time you share the show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. So are you ready, mama? Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, Lawan Moses, and I am back with you again for another great episode. If this is your first time listening at More Than a Mother podcast, we are helping moms to create a life outside of motherhood without sacrificing their family time. We believe that moms can pursue their dreams and be great moms at the same time. My guest today is Ashley Bufa, creator of Freedom Moms. Ashley is a home system expert who used her own experience within her home to launch her business and now successfully helps other moms to get their home systems in order. Today, Ashley and I chatted about her journey with her children how she started implementing systems into her household and how she now helps other mothers to become CEOs of their homes. Let's dive into my conversation with Ashley. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And I know this is just going to be a great interview, but before we get into everything, could you please just introduce yourself to my audience? Sure thing. So my name is Ashley Bufa, and I am the mother of 10 children, and I run the business Freedom Moms to teach moms, the most overwhelmed moms, how to get out from underneath overwhelm and get more done in their homes and lives. Let's see, what else about me? I homeschool. Even before the pandemic, I was a homeschool mom. So (laughs) if anybody has any homeschool questions, I'm your gal. Let's see, what else? I love business. Business is my hobby. That's how I got into it, really. And so, you know, before before I started a business, I was, quote unquote, just a stay-at-home mom and then realized that I wasn't really cut out to be just a stay-at-home mom because I don't like doing crafts. And (laughs) I was driving myself crazy trying to 
find like a hobby to do. And then I realized, well, I love business. Business is my hobby. So that is how I ended up where I am now, all because I didn't have a hobby. (laughs) That is wonderful. And you said a whole lot there, having 10 kids, homeschooling, (laughs) starting a business. You are really doing a whole lot. Yeah, more than a mother, we believe that you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time. However, Mm -hmm. none of us wake up and we are suddenly these great people that we are today. And I feel like you already kind of started to share your aha moment, but what were the aha moments or moments in your life that kind of put you on the path that you're on today? If you would like to tell us more about that. Sure. So like I said, I was looking for a hobby. I actually remember very clearly, like it's a picture in my mind of the exact moment where I realized, oh shoot, I don't, I don't do anything for fun. We had a family over after church for lunch and it was a new family that was visiting. And the, the husband asked me, he's like, so Ashley, what do you do for fun? And I just sat there with this like blank look. Of, I was like, like, I literally could not think of anything. It was so, it was kind of like mortifying, but at the same time, it was definitely like an aha. And so after that, I threw myself into like every craft class I could find, trying to find like something for fun. I was not having fun. (laughs) I was not having fun and I was spending a whole lot of money. And that's when I realized I love business. Like that to me, it's energizing. It is fun. It's something that I think about all the time. When I dream, I dream about business, right? And so I was like, okay, I'm going I'm going to get back into business. That is what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do for fun. That's going to be my hobby. And the rest was history. I started doing online work as a service provider. I ended up getting hired by ClickFunnels and worked on their marketing team for over a year. And towards the end of my time at ClickFunnels, I decided to launch my own funnel. And thankfully, with a lot of good advice and wisdom from my mentor, it took off like wildfire and I left ClickFunnels and the rest is history. <laughs> that is wonderful. That is a great story. And going back to what you said about when you had that family over and you were asked, what do you like to do for fun? I think there are so many moms that just don't know how to answer that question. Like, what do I like to do? And we kind of all have that kind of deer and headlights look when someone yes. asks us that question. Yes. So when you kind of were sitting there, you realized that you did the crafts, then you realized that you love business. I'm sure all of this was taking you through a transition because I'm sure your kids were used to you being a certain way and things being a certain way. So how, what were you going through or what were kind of challenges were presenting itself as you were kind of making this switch from quote unquote, just being a stay at home mom to realizing what you like to do and actually going out and pursuing it? Well, I I started off very slowly. I years prior I had experienced some major business burnout and so I was determined that I wasn't going to do that again because that was not fun. So when I first started, I started really slowly with the idea in my head that I had to maintain balance. If I started feeling stretched too thin, then I knew that that was going to be an indicator that I needed to change something with how I was how I was working either on the business side or on the home side, right? And so I started just during nap time. I had several toddlers who took a nap and the rest of my kids could just run free (laughs) in the afternoon for a few hours. So I started slowly. And then as I started making more and more money, I said, well, I am making enough money now to where I don't have to wear all of the hats 
all the same hats simultaneously. So I'm going to hire some help. So I did hire a housekeeping service to come and help me stay on top of things. This was really before the Freedom Mom stuff started. And I also hired um, a part-time nanny to come over and keep an eye on the kids so that I could go upstairs and like for real work and not have to like be half working and half keeping an eyeball on things. And so that was, you know, it was all part of that journey though of maintaining the balance because it's really important to me that I don't end up burnt out again, that I, you know, am taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my family. My family's taking care of me. You know, it works both ways. It's, this is not a one-way street in our house at all. We, we all scratched each other's backs. And then that I was, you know, taking care of business, but also that business was taking care of me. Because if I was just pouring, pouring, pouring into my business and my business wasn't giving anything back to me or the family, that's out of balance. And so I just, I maintained the picture of a balanced scale in my, in my mind at all times. And if anything started to tilt too far in one direction, then it was time to reevaluate and make some changes. Okay. And that's a good way to look at it. And I like how you said that you started small so that you can avoid burnout. Because I think so many of us were extremists. So we have these great ideas, these things we want to do, and we go from one extreme to the next because we feel if we get asked that question, what do I like to do? And I can't answer that question. Then it's like, okay, I have to go out and find all these things I like to do. So I'm just going to dive headfirst in. And then we just wind up because we can't maintain that pace either. So we wind up burnt out. And speaking from experience with burnout too, I know that is not a place that anybody ever wants to go more than once. It's not. It's it's really terrible. It's it's best to be avoided. (laughs) Yes, it is. I've been there. And that's what I always tell people. I never plan to go back. So everything I do now is to avoid burnout. Yes. And I like how you said that you started at nap time, because I think a lot of moms, especially with younger kids, feel that they can't start because their kids are young or they can't start because they're in the home with their kids all the time. And then also you mentioned that you hired a housekeeper and a part time nanny. Now, I know some moms, did you think, did you experience like any kind of guilt or anything when you were bringing in this help? Because I feel like some moms have that mentality. If I'm here, I'm supposed to do everything. I know. I am absolutely opposed to mom guilt. (laughs) I do not allow it. I don't allow it in my head. I don't allow it in my home. If any of my kids or my husband or my neighbor or someone at church tries to say something that even insinuates that I should be feeling guilty about something, I'm very quick to correct that because no, absolutely not. (laughs) I've, I've sacrificed my body for this family. And so no, there is nothing to be guilty about. (laughs) Like literally there is nothing at all. No, absolutely not. (laughs) That is a great way. I've never heard anybody say that where they said, I've sacrificed my body for this family. So that right there, moms that are listening, that's a great way to put it. There is nothing to feel guilty about because you sacrifice, however many kids you have, you sacrificed your body to have these kids. There is nothing to feel guilty about. I really like that view on it. Yes, you're the queen. Like everybody is there to make sure the queen is happy. That is, I'm sorry, but that is just... That's the way it is. And that's the way that it really should be. And that's the way we should really start to think about it. Because I feel we kind of undervalue our roles as mothers. So we want, of course, we want to make sure that everyone is good. Everything is okay in the home. Everyone has what they need. But as you said, putting that crown on and recognizing that you're the queen, you sacrificed your body, you're setting the tone for this household. So Make sure that you're okay too. So I really like that empowerment piece of that. Yes. Well, it and it trickles down too, 
right? If the queen is feeling good and taken care of and loved and respected, how much better of a mother and a wife is she going to be to everyone else, right? If she's feeling taken advantage of, guilted, overwhelmed, stretched too thin, disrespected, she's not going to have a whole lot to give back. So it's like an ecosystem, really. (laughs) It definitely is. And I like that because that's what I tell people all the time. And it's that where we have to kind of flip that switch, like you said, and realize that it's that trickle down effect. Because if you're not doing any good, if you're worn out, then you can't show up as your best self, then everyone else is going to be miserable. And I think that was one of the hardest kind of adjustments to make when I first started on this journey is realizing that it's okay to put myself first because I need to make sure that I am at my best capacity and I am full so then I can really give to everyone else. So yes, we are definitely on the same page with all of that. Yes, (laughs) so important. Need a daily reminder that we are on this journey together? The More Than a Mother apparel and products line is your everyday reminder that we are mastering our mindset, owning our time, and making money moves. Head on over to lawanmoses.com forward slash shop so that you can shop the More Than a Mother line and feel inspired and motivated every day to get up, get moving, show the world that you are more than a mother. Now back to this great episode. So tell me more about what you are doing in business and with Freedom Mom. So Freedom Mom started because when I was doing all the business stuff, I realized this home needs to be better systematized because My business was systematized and ran like clockwork, but the house felt scattered and just a little, ah, you know, a little bit crazy. And I knew we could all do better, not just me. (laughs) I knew we could all do better. And so I was actually reading a book to my kids from the Laura Ingalls Wilder Little House on the Prairie series, the Farmer Boy one. And in it, it lists out all of the chores that the the four children had to do on the farm. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like I cannot believe how much work these kids are doing. And it, they weren't upset about it or they weren't, you know, begrudging. Like it was, that was, they were part of the family team and they all pitched in to make the family team, the family farm run. And that's just what they did. And so that was kind of like an aha moment for me in, you know, crafting my system was that Family needs to work together as as a team, and we can all do this and all contribute to running the household. It's not one person's job. It's everybody's job. And so that's kind of where it all started. It took me years (laughs) to really refine everything and figure out through trial and error how to actually accomplish that, because unfortunately, there isn't a blueprint in Farmer Boy. (laughs) Of course not. There's no blueprint in motherhood either. Right, right. So trial and error. But I finally did. I came up with a great system that worked really well. Everybody participated. And so my friends and people I go to church with were asking me, how do you, how do you keep it all together? How do you? And so I started showing them, you know, well, this is what I do and laying it out for them and talking to them on the phone and emailing and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to just write this down. And so that's where the idea started just through helping all of my friends and people at church and everything. And then it just, it really took off. I think that it's, it's, it has struck a nerve with moms everywhere who, you know, and a big part of my message is the no mom guilt thing, you know? So it did, it really took off. And I have 8,500 women now in the community since 
I started it in last December, so December of 2019. So that's awesome that it, it has grown. It has struck a nerve. Yes, it has. <laughs> that is wonderful. But I just think of how much we do need systems in all areas of our life. And as you said, a lot of us get business systems together, but then we leave out the home piece and right. we all want, we want to do it all around the house, not realizing that we have capable individuals yeah. that live with us who are eating the food and making the mess. So why can they not contribute to keeping exactly. the environment clean? Exactly. They need to, they need to pay their, pay their way right. a little bit. <laughs> so how, so when you put these systems in place and started working with like in your own home and starting to implement this, how did your children respond? Well, like, you know, like you could imagine, like, well, first the the thing was, I, I overheard some of my preteens at the time saying, don't worry about it. This is just another thing mom saw on Pinterest. We'll be, she'll forget about it in a week. And I, it's honestly, it's a good thing I heard them say that because I very well may have forgotten and just like, let it go. You know, if I hadn't heard them, but once they said that their, their fate was sealed and I was like, oh no. You're doing this forever. <laughs> That's great that you overheard that. Yeah, yeah. Kids don't realize how loud they talk. If you just listen, like you can hear, you you will hear so many things. You're like, okay, I'm going to file that away. <laughs> yes, they do. They do talk loud and you do pick up on a whole lot. But I yeah. think, like you said, it's good that you did hear that because I'm sure that gave you that kind of extra kick, that motivation to kind of really make this work and really make it stick. It did. It really did. So that was, you know, they, of course they did try to, you know, push back a little bit once, once one week turned into two and two turned into three. But I think once they realized like, oh, this actually isn't, <laughs> this isn't that bad. Let's just stop fighting it and let's get on board. And now, I mean, it's just, that's just life. We've been doing this now for probably six or seven years. And I mean, that's just part of the day. It's just built in. It's a habit now, like brushing teeth and putting on pajamas at night, you know, it's just part of the day and it's part of what we do and everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I do have to say, Hey, it's time for you to do your afternoon chores, but I only have to say it once. <laughs> so that's, that's, good. The, that's the big difference there. So. So there's a mom that's listening who perhaps wants to implement systems into her home and she may have tried it before, but face that pushback from kids because a lot of us moms are softies at heart and we will do that whole, just give it up in a week or so. Mm -hmm. What would be like a top tip or something you'd give her of where to start and kind of how to stick with it to start incorporating these systems into her life? So the best thing to really start with is yourself. You have to master your mindset. Like so many areas of our life, if our mindset isn't in the right place, it's not going to last. And so... One thing that I talk about a lot in my program is becoming the old school mom, quote unquote, old school mom. And in, in thinking about, because the old school mom is going to be different for each person based on your own personality, right? I am not a softie. I never have been. So that's not a problem for me, <laughs> but, but I do have to channel a little bit of like whimsy. So for instance, my old school mom is a combination of Mary Poppins and Maria from The Sound of Music, because they're both you know, they, they make sure that what needs to be done is done, but they make it fun. And so that is who I have to personally remember as, you know, as my old school mom, but find an example, like in a movie or on a television show of the mom who just doesn't put up with any, any talk back, 
but still her kids love and adore her, right? Because that's the perfect combination of the old school mom. And then that's who you start really thinking about whenever you're having an interaction with your child that isn't going the way you would hope. You think, okay, well, how would Mary Poppins handle this? And then you go from there. And before you know it, like you're embodying that spirit in your motherhood. You're getting more done. Your kids are enjoying it. You know, like, I don't know. To me, motherhood, it's, it's this balance of making sure that your kids are doing what they're supposed to do, but they also flat out adore you, you know? And if they flat out adore you, it makes it easier to get them to do what they're supposed to do. Because when, if you think of a person, if it's a person that you don't really like that much, because that person is always frowning at you or, you know, criticizing what you're doing or, you know, whatever, do you want to do things to please that person? Like, not really, not like, not in here. Like you might want to do it just so that you don't have to hear them gripe about it. Right. But like, you don't want to please that person like on the inside. Right. But if there's a person that's always pouring into you, always smiling at you, always has a kind thing to say to you, encourages you to be your best person. That's the person that you want (laughs) to do things for just out of the abundance of your heart. And so that's kind of the picture that I have in my head. If I find myself like, you know, furrowing my eyebrows or like, you know, frowning at one of the kids, I'm like, okay, stop, (laughs) turn it around, but still make sure that it gets done. It's not being a pushover. It's just, you know, being firm, but being lovely about it. And that really, if mom can change her whole mindset around how she interacts with her kids and what she requires of them and channel her own old school mom, whoever that may be it just goes so much more smoothly and moms become more confident then because they see, Oh, I'm good at this. (laughs) So then that, you know, again, it's the whole ecosystem thing, the confidence, feeling confident as a mom then feeds into the children, see that they respect her more. And it just, it's a, you know, it's a self feeding ecosystem. Once again. (laughs) Yes. I like that old school mom and I love Mary Poppins and the sound of music. So those are two great examples. And I think, We don't think about those things of how in both of those examples, although they were movies, they were both got the kids to get things done, except and they they made it fun and the things were done. So I think that's a great way to put it, that just because we're implementing these systems, these routines, it can still be fun and you can get everyone on board by making it fun and kind of just starting, I guess, piece by piece and not trying to just do everything overnight. Yes, exactly. Graduating baby steps. That's the way to get it. (laughs) If you love podcasts as much as I do, then you've probably thought about starting your own. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. You can simply start with some gear that you already have, and find a quiet space and hit record. Podcasting isn't hard, especially when you have the right partners. And that's why I chose Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and so many more within minutes of finishing your recording. With Buzzsprout, you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and so much more. Plus, 
The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. No need to wait. Head on over to Buzzsprout and get started on your podcast today. Best of all, following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know I sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and also helps support my show. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Head on over to Buzzsprout and let's create something great together. So what is it like for you being a business mom during this time? Well, (laughs) it's probably honestly not as difficult for me as it has been for a lot of people because like I said earlier, we homeschool. And so we've really built our lives around being at home. So it honestly hasn't been the drastic shift that it has been for so, so many moms. And so I've, I really kind of refocused um, my efforts when the whole pandemic started because I realized that this was going to be hugely detrimental to so many women. And so I really tried to shift focus a little bit into supporting my community, supporting their emotional health and just encouraging them. And before this all happened, we had a very strict policy of only like chore-related, cleaning-related questions just to stay on topic and everything because the group is really large. But I decided pretty early on, if anybody needs emotional support here, if you need support because you find that you're yelling at your kids, if you need to figure out, if you need to ask homeschool questions, like however I could just kind of open that up and create a bigger place of support, you know, to the women in my community, that's kind of been my focus because like I said, it, 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 it's been an adjustment, but it hasn't been nearly as big of an adjustment as it has been for so many women. And so I've just tried to do what I could do to, you know, open that up and answer questions and provide encouragement where I can, because man, it is, I know it's so rough for so many women. Like I really, I feel for a lot of moms out there who are just really, really, really struggling right now. Yes, it is. It's very rough for a lot of moms, but I like how you were able and how you were willing to kind of adapt and adjust within your community that you have to kind of provide that supportive community that they need it. And since you have so much homeschooling expertise, I'm sure that it was such you were such a great resource to so many moms who suddenly found themselves in the home trying to figure out, okay, how is everyone yes. going to get this education? How are we going to do this? Yes. I'm sure how that are we going to do this? <laughs> you are just such a great resource. So that is good that you have the community and that you're able to do that. So since yes. we are speaking about homeschooling, what is a great homeschooling tip that you could give to a mom that's listening right now as we're all still in this virtual world for most of us right now? Yes. So this, this is one thing that I, that I try to say to to moms anytime they ask me that. And that is, it's compartmentalization. When you are homeschooling your children, which homeschool doesn't mean like you're sitting down with your kid for eight hours and doing school, right? You're trying to help them become a more independent learner. But when you are actively instructing your kid or when you're actively helping your child, like if they're like, mom, I don't understand this mathing. I need you to sit down and show me, you know, when you're actively instructing or actively helping, don't be doing anything else. Don't have your cell phone anywhere near you. Don't have your laptop open. Like you need to be zeroed in on your child and giving them your full attention because kids, kids know when our attention is not fully focused, right? And so if, if they are needing support or if they need you to help them with something and you only are halfway there, 
that is going to make them feel really, you know, not important. And then they're going to start pushing back in other ways. They're going to start acting out or they're going to start doing, you know, subpar work or whatever it may be, but that is going to cause feelings in them (laughs) that are going to be expressed in a detrimental way. Whereas if you just put the phone away or put the laptop away and focus for that set amount of time, and then you tell your kid, okay, mommy has to work now. So for the next two hours, I need for you to work on things that you can do without me. And you set a timer so that they can see. And you're giving them your undivided attention. And then they're letting you give your undivided attention to the work that you need to do. And that way you have full focus on work, full focus on your child when he needs it. And there's not those feelings. (laughs) And there's not that mom guilt. Like, I hate this because my kid is acting out and I know that I'm not giving, you know, you just cut it off at the root. You don't even allow that to grow. So compartmentalization is really, really huge. And getting the schoolwork done as quickly as enough and as efficiently as possible and making it so that your kid isn't hating their life. <laughs> That's great advice. And I like how with the full attention, because it's so easy to be distracted. There's so much going on, technology and all of that. And there is a difference when you're when you do put your technology down, eliminate all the distractions and pay attention. Yes. You do. I I have seen that you do get better results. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) So what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your life journey so far? Oh my gosh, just one. (laughs) Let's see. The most rewarding part of my life journey so far, really, you know, I mean, there's the generic answer, right? Oh, we're raising my children, but let's just like, that's a given. So then let's move on to another part of my life journey. You know, every day in, in our Freedom Moms group, I see another handful of women having their own aha moments and having their own breakthroughs in their home and realizing how much more they can get out of life really in general. You know, it's not just about getting chores done. You know, it's when they realize that the home kind of can be the center of the universe for their whole family union, and they get it to the point where it's clean, organized, tidy, and it feels good to be there, that bleeds out (laughs) into so many areas of, of life in general. And moms realize how much more they can accomplish when their home environment is, you know, neat and orderly. And so just getting to see those aha moments every day, it is so rewarding. Sometimes I'm like, if I'm dealing with a problem in my business and I'm getting really frustrated, I just go over to the Facebook group and look for for moms having those aha moments because it's so inspiring just to see other women succeeding. And that is just like, it's a daily dose of endorphins for me. It's like, oh yes, they're getting it. It is worth it. Okay, I'll keep going. That's wonderful. And I'm sure that's a rewarding feeling to have just knowing that all the work that you're putting in, all the hours and all are not in vain and just be able to see that you're having such an impact and helping so many moms to find this freedom to kind of just live their lives and have these neat organized environments. I'm sure that is very rewarding to have. Yes, for sure. So what is a tip or final tips that you could offer to a mom who may be struggling right now to kind of get her systems in order, manage everything in her life, and who may just like she's just going crazy at this moment? So the number one thing that I would recommend is, it's a a term that we use in the Freedom Moms a lot. It's called the five-minute family cleanup. Because five minutes is a very small amount of time. Like it goes by like that. However, it is the amount 
of progress that a family can make together in five minutes is huge. Like it, it almost doesn't even make sense scientifically, right? So if all of the family members gather in one room of the house, like let's say it's your living room and it's a mess, you all go in there. Mom has a literal timer that she sets for five minutes and she says, okay, family, I need five minutes of your best work. If you give me your best work and we work together, when this timer goes off, you are dismissed. You are released back into the wild to go do what you want to do. But I need you to give me five really good, strong minutes of working to get this room cleaned up. For the younger kids, you have to be a little bit more specific about what that means. (laughs) But you turn on some happy, upbeat music. Five minutes is really only one and a half songs. And you go to work and you work together for five minutes. And at the end of that five minutes, a lot of times what happens is the kids ask for more because they want to hear the end of the song because you turn the song off, right? right? They ask for more. But even if they don't, you look around and your family looks around and you see what you accomplish together in just five minutes of time. And that really is a tipping point for what the family can accomplish if they all work together cohesively. And so then you're like, okay, family, you're released. And then, you know, in another couple hours, call them back and do it again if the room still needs some work. But having the timer start and end specifically in a very small chunk of time, having the music on, everybody working together, accomplishing something, like you can see definite headway in five minutes time. It's just, it's like a perfect blend of like a mindset boost for everybody. And so that's really like, it, it ends up being a tipping point where families are like, oh, huh. Look at what happens when we all work together. I'm sure. It's amazing. I'm sure because so many people probably think that it takes so much time, not realizing that, as they say, teamwork makes the dream work. So that yes. is a wonderful tip and definitely something that we can all use. Yes. So Ashley, I know you have courses and things like that. If you could just tell our audience a little bit about the program, the things that you have, and then where they can find you online, that would be wonderful. Sure. So you can go to freedommoms.com. And all of the different courses are listed there, but I have the Freedom Moms Challenge, which is really for mom, getting your mindset in order and helping you to understand how much work can be accomplished in like little tiny pockets of time. I created the challenge because I don't like cleaning. I do not, I don't like doing it. And I I always had the mindset of, well, cleaning is what happens on Saturdays for four hours, right? You sacrifice your Saturday for a clean house. I don't want to do that. If I had four hours on a Saturday, the last thing I would want to do is clean. And so it's it's basically taking you through the journey of realizing that that's not what cleaning has to look like. And the benefit is that you end up with a clean house every day of the week instead of just on Saturday. So that's the Freedom Moms Challenge. The Smart Kids Chore System is to get your children involved, get the whole family working together as a team and exactly how to navigate doing that and making sure that it sticks forever. And it's not like my one child said, you know, this will be over in a week. Like, you know, going the long haul. Then I have kitchen domination, which is for moms who it's basically the same concept of the Freedom Moms Challenge. It's getting your meals done in a way that you're not spending all of your free time in the kitchen. And then kids in the kitchen is kind of like smart kids chores that teaches you how to teach your kids how to contribute in the kitchen so that you're not doing all the work in there either. (laughs) Those all sound wonderful. And thank you for sharing those. And and I'll be sure to link to all of those in the show notes. So if you could just tell us what is the best way to reach you online? So I'm on Instagram 
am at Freedom Moms on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. I'll have to give you the link for that because it's a longer name and I don't ever remember what it is. <laughs> That's okay. I'll be sure to get the link from you and I will put all of that in the show no- notes, as I said. So thank you, Ashley, so much for joining me today. This was great. You definitely gave a lot of wonderful tips for getting our homes in order. And I appreciate you sharing everything with us today. Thank you for having me so much. This has been fun. Thank you for tuning in every week. Your support certainly does not go unnoticed. If you truly love the More Than a Mother podcast, please remember to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. The more you share, the more you review, the more moms this show can reach. Let's keep spreading the word about the greatness of the More Than a Mother podcast so that other moms can feel inspired and motivated just like you.